Welcome to Life After Debt, the podcast that is all about our personal journeys. We are honored that you have joined us today, and Tiffany and I are so excited to take you on this journey with us and share the good, the bad, and the ugly of both debt and success and what to do when. Let's talk about debt, baby. Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about all the good things and the bad things that may be. Let's talk about debt. I'm so excited to bring this guest today. I think out of all the stories and the people I've had the pleasure of meeting and walking through with their finances, Nick is probably my favorite. And here's why. I had two of his daughters who had applied here and probably two of the best employees I've ever had. They just, you know, I instantly took to both Lily and Abby and they came into my organization here at Jackie and just, I mean anything that was asked of them. Their work ethic was phenomenal. And so I eventually had the pleasure, their dad came to meet them one day and I met him and um, just really got to know their family. And I was always so impressed with the way they raised their kids. And so I am just so grateful to have Nick here today to share his story. I know it has not been easy. Um, And just his vulnerability to share with you guys of what he's walked through, but most importantly, where he is now, which is the most exciting piece for me. Um, So I'm I'm grateful to have you here, Nick, today. Thank Thank you you. so much. Thank you. Um, And Tiffany, I'll I'll let you take it from here. For sure. Nick, thanks for being with us today. I have loved getting to talk to you and meet you, and I feel like we're already the best of friends so quickly. <laughs> um, you are incredible. But uh, so why don't we start with how did you and Amber get to a point where you felt comfortable enough or um, in the relationship to where you started to talk about those financial struggles between? The main thing was uh, Amber's story that uh, she shared. She was vulnerable. She shared her story. And for what she went through, Um, including SpaghettiOs and all kinds of things that she had to do uh, from a higher life to a really low point in her life. And when she shared that with my wife and I, um, it really resonated because behind the curtain, that was us. That That was my wife and I. So we actually went through the process of having to now come clean uh, with Amber, who didn't really know all the background. Nick was a good guy. She sensed there was something there. And then after a wonderful function one night here, as Amber would do, she's very shy. uh, (laughs) She said, why don't you and Nancy just come in and have a chat with me? Well, having a chat meant we're going to have to come in and tell the whole story if we come into her office. So we did. We came into the office that day, and basically, um, that's how I really met Amber, even though I knew her through my daughter's working here. But um, that's how we really got to know her was in that meeting, Amber, my wife, and I. And she made you feel so comfortable. So comfortable and shared more of her story. And the story that we heard um, was identical, really, to ours, having been at a high pinnacle of, of your life financially, and then suddenly finding yourself at the absolute bottom and not knowing really how did all this happen and how quick it happened. And her story then of recovery and saying that that you can do this, you can do this. She gave us such a, a good confidence that we could do this, but we had to commit to something and we could not let it go. We could not go away from it. 
So that really, that really was the beginning of this great story. That's awesome. So as a couple, you know, there's so many couples out there that are going through. And even if I say a lot of times it's silently, Mm -hmm. a lot of people just don't know, and we've all gone through it, but as a couple, how did this affect you guys? Well, the number, we, we had all the, the numbers and, mm-hmm. uh, found one number that just smacked me in the head that, um, divorce, uh, the divorce rate for people 55 and older, the number one reason were financial. And wow. I did not know that. And here mm-hmm. I was in the financial business for a lot of years. And I saw people that got divorced and I was shocked. They've been married for so long and I know they're not doing anything on the side or mm-hmm. the guy or the woman or whatever. It's not that. And then it hit me in the face that we found the fact that it was financial, over financial issues. And so often driven by the man um, not taking some kind of control um, over the process. And uh, that, that was probably the most striking as Nancy and I were going through this. And it started to get very edgy. It, we were going down that same path and probably would have ended up as a statistic, very honestly. I think what was so cool is when they came in to talk with me that day and I could see them just kind of unpackaging. And the more I would talk, the more they would open up. And, you know, it's it's so the case in life. I think all of us have these stories inside of us. And I call them tests, right? Because mm-hmm. I think God gives us tests, but it truly is a testimony of where he's where you were and where he's taking you. And if you're vulnerable enough to mm. get in the trenches and share your story, what you're actually doing is creating the space for someone else to share theirs mm-hmm. in, in complete confidence that, hey, you've been there. So I feel comfortable just being vulnerable and honest. And I think finances is one of these things that people, it's an ooey topic, especially Nick was a financial planner. Wow. Oh, the irony, right? <laughs> a financial planner and he and his wife have over $140,000 worth of credit card debt. I mean, I could feel it for him. I could feel the stress and the strain on their marriage when I sat across the table with them. But what I also saw was their love for each other. And the more vulnerable they shared, the more they came together to solve the problem. We said in that meeting, Amber, with you, especially my wife, but we said in that meeting things we had never said out loud. We had kept them inside. And you allowed us a forum where we could say things that we hadn't said that needed to be said in regard to how um, the, the failures, the mistakes, the, all, the, all the reasons. And all you did was sit there and listen to us. And both of us were chiming in together. My wife heard me say some things I'd never said with her sitting next to me. And I said some thing, and she said some things that I had never heard her say. And it was all in this box and you allowed us to open this box. And then once it started to come out as God would have it, we just said, you know what, what do we have to lose? We are at rock bottom. We have nowhere to go. And this person said that you can do this if, but you have to act, you have to commit. And that was the hard part is to say, what do we need to do? Mm-hmm. And that's when the story began. That's incredible. So, well, I've got two questions for you. So first, I'd like to know, so who was running the finances at that time? Or did you guys do it as a team, as a unit? Neither. 
That was that for a good answer. <laughs> it was just running itself. Okay. And as long as she had credit cards and I had credit cards, <clears throat> it, it ran itself. Well, let's and, face uh, it. When it runs itself, then no one has to take responsibility for it. No, right? it was. So you know, that's and, such a common theme. <laughs> People, as long as they're not talking mm-hmm. about it and looking at it and putting it to paper, nobody knows where anybody is with it. And I think that's where it's a safer place for mm-hmm. people when they don't want to deal with do you, it. Do you know the very first time you mentioned 140, that was the number. The very first time that number ever came up was one day when she wanted to buy, she was working at a patio design store and wanted to buy, you know, a piece for our patio. And I said, well, I'll see if we have enough. She goes, what do you mean? It's only like, and I said, I'll see if we have enough. And she just stood there a minute and looked at me and said, out of nowhere, how much do we have on credit card debt? Mm. That was the first time. It's very hard because mm-hmm. as a financial planner and always having, you know, income coming in, not as much because the markets had pulled back and I was getting less fee. She had never asked me that before. And I was sitting on a chair and she was sitting at her the desk and looked down at me and shook her head and didn't say anything. So that was the point where, and that was long before we came in to meet with Amber. So we had to go home that night somehow and struggle through dinner, knowing that that now subject had been opened up, that wound uh, had been opened up, wide open, and we had to talk about it now. And yet we still didn't. Mm-hmm. I think the I think the most... We talked about it as the next credit card bill came in from one of the department stores. And I went, what's this? How, how did it go up? And the reason was given. And I just shook my head. I didn't pound the table. I didn't say, you know, mm-hmm. give me the cards. I'm going to put them in the freezer or whatever, you know, yeah. people do with their credit cards, right. you know, rather than the scissor right <laughs> over there. Yes. Um, we didn't do any of that because that was our lifeblood. And I know as people now are going through tough times, um, they're doing like we were. We were living off our credit cards mm-hmm. and we were living our life, you know, from groceries to gas to every single credit card had a balance. Yeah, so the steak dinner that you ate, you know, three years prior, you were still paying for it. Still paying Imagine for Imagine that. Tasted good. We could even describe how wonderful the setting yeah. was and how romantic it was. And we, we should have really been not there, number one. Number two, um, should have dealt with it before we went to dinner that night. And like I was telling you, Tiffany, the other day was I had something I thought I had planned. And my wife for the first time said, can we afford that? And mm-hmm. I said, well, and because then she added, I have some procedures coming up that I have to do, you know, as a follow-up to, to the surgery she had. And I said, okay, this is real. This is the reality. We can't do that. What's the word I use, Tiffany? No. No. (laughs) And that word was not in my vocabulary Mm -hmm. for a long time. And I've now passed that word on to uh, our family, especially my son in his new marriage and a a young child. And uh, I saw the same thing starting to form. And believe me, when you've been there, you know this, Amber. You smell it. As mm-hmm. soon as it starts, you smell it. You see excuses. You see things like, you know, they can't do this next weekend with us because, 
of whatever re- and I said I know that's not the reason mm-hmm. the reason is they don't have the money and like me making good wage all those things were in place something is there and it can only be one thing and that was debt being accumulated what a gift for your kids to watch you guys I know you've been <sighs> in the program now three years so it's which is so hard to believe it's already been that long um, I'm curious how much you guys have paid off, what you have left, when you'll be done. Like, I think people want to hear, you know, what did it look like three years in? Where are you now? And when are you going to be completed? If I don't cry through this, it would be amazing Mm -hmm. to think that. Um, I have the original worksheets here, all the way back to the very first one where we even had to delay the first, payment because we couldn't afford it. We didn't have enough money. And I got my first unemployment check. I'd lost my job. My contract wasn't renewed. So we were really in dire strait. They very nicely, thank you for whatever call you made, delay, because we signed a contract, you know, when Amber set us up in the program with a, with a company. And um, they delayed it a month and mm-hmm. said, but you can't miss this one. You have to and I think that was more than you can't miss this mm-hmm. one because you're under contract. You can't miss this one because you're going to quit. You're going right. to uncommit. So we did everything we could do to come up with that dollar amount the next month um, in March of 2020. And um, we uh, have $30,000 left out of the 140. Amazing. And um, incredible. That's yeah. Huge. And every month, um, that money is auto debited from our bank account. We don't touch it. We don't write a check. We don't do anything. It just comes out. We have to make sure it's there every month. Amber's company arranged it where they have two sets of payments, settlement payments in between paychecks. So they balance the paychecks Mm -hmm. so I could have enough income to make sure the payment was covered, have some for living, and then have enough in the next paycheck to cover the next payment. So, uh, and it's April of 24. I'm surprised I didn't bring you the exact date. Wow. Because actually. I'm going to put that on my calendar, Nick. Actually. I will call you that day. Okay, read it. Yes. Read well, it. I have to put my glasses read on. Read it. Let me see. <laughs> I do have the date, actually. April 27th, 2024. What is and today? You know what, I love? what is today? I, you know what I love the most about this is that you said, the end, Lord willing. And I think that's you. been your guiding beacon this entire time. That's the reason that Nick hasn't missed a payment in three years. And the irony of that, going from someone who got $140,000 in debt, he entered the program on an unemployment check. Incredible. He did not have a job. And he was so committed to his wife, to his family, to his financial yeah. future to commit to making these payments. Hasn't missed one. I'm looking at Incredible. it. So Incredible. That's amazing. I'm putting this calendar, but I'm, I'm putting this date on my calendar. That's amazing, Nick. Well, it 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 makes it all real. Yeah. Because all these sheets behind this, yeah. all these sheets are the ones that were chipping away. Mm-hmm. And that's the grand finale. Amazing. At the end. And again, I did put Lord Willing and TYL is on a lot of my, that's thank you, Lord. It's on my work that I do at home. It's on check sometimes, and I'm sure somebody wonders what's TYL under my signature. And uh, it's thank you, Lord. And I, mm. I, that's kind of my moniker that I use 
for so many different things. And to, to believe, you know, that we're at that point. And by the way, that very first payment. Yeah. And, and, and I hear these stories all the time and I never believe them that I needed $700 and suddenly I got a check for $700 for something. The unemployment check that came in, the two unemployment checks that came in, by $10 were the exact amount of the first payment on the debt program. I didn't know what I would end up getting because they put you through a process and then then they give you a regular payment schedule when you're on unemployment check. And Nancy was still working, basically paying our living expenses. Yeah. Um, and, um, that, that, that was a tearful, amazing day that I still have that in another file at home, all the (laughs) payments on the left column from unemployment and the payments to the debt program on the right column. And they just matched all the way down for months and months and months until by God's grace at an older age, somebody recognized in a major insurance company that I had a lot of qualities and everything was starting to go remote. Mm-hmm. And the fact that I could do this work by all my experience. So I've been gainfully employed now for nine months. Awesome. With a major company. and um, Benefits. and Yeah, all the benefits, the health benefits, mm-hmm. especially for my wife, not as much for me. Um, but uh, has been really, uh, we pray every night, my wife and I. We never used to do that. Before we go to bed, we pray every night, every single night. And the one thing we always thank God for is how he provided, and we mm-hmm. don't even know how. Mm-hmm. And I said, Lord, you know how you provided for us on this day in ways that we don't even know about. Mm-hmm. But I do have financial numbers all the way back to three years ago. That's incredible. Well, I think about the 700 you were talking about and how it came in, and it was like within $10. And I see that, like, we've gone through those, and I'm sure mm-hmm. you've had them as well, Amber. Yeah. But yeah. That's a God wink. Penny, uh, pennies I, from heaven and all these things yes, that they call it. Yep, yeah, God can, winks. Yeah. And we, we've had some that my wife was leaving, you know, a job, a uh, previous job from where she's working now. Mm-hmm. And she had a surgery, big surgery last summer that we had mm-hmm. to fly to New York for. He was the top surgeon that did this operation. And um, the the final check that she got, which we didn't know when we would get that, she never— put it directly into our account by direct deposit. She always mails a check. She direct deposited it. And by $25 is the exact amount of the airfare in the hotel. Wow. Wow. And, and I'm saying, again, how great, are, how great thou art. Yeah. I mean, how can you not mm-hmm. believe because of all God winks and all these stories, but when they start to happen and when that first unemployment, I had to delay that commitment and then the first unemployment check came in, and it added to what we had in the checking account, and it added up to exactly the payment, and uh, you know, by awesome. fifty dollars awesome. or whatever it was. And I said, "How'd that happen?" And I said, "Now I know." You know what I love seeing too is to see Nick now, and if you would have seen <clears throat> him back three years ago, even his overall health <clears throat> and well-being, like. When I walked in today and he's smiling from ear to ear and he's just radiates joy, um, you can see the weight of the world's off his shoulders. Mm. And I know that was not always the case for Hannah's wife. And so I think, you know, that's such a big piece of it that people don't realize when you're carrying this, what I call a dirty little secret, mm-hmm. that's what debt is. Right. It's just something that you know you're just not dealing with, but what how it manifests itself inside of your mm-hmm. body 
and your relationships and all the toll it takes, when you are free of that, right? And you're heading out the other side, all the goodness that's come with it. Like he, he looks healthier than I've ever seen him. He's got a great job. He's also participating at another company who absolutely loves and adores him. His that's wife my side is doing gig great. on the weekends. Yeah, he's had a grandchild, like all these things. And, and come April 27th, 2024, what happens on that date is not just that he's completed the program. Everything flips. Because he's been allocating a certain amount of money every single month to go towards paying Mm -hmm. a credit card that he no longer will have to do. So it's at that point, I'm sorry, if I take that same amount of money and I put it into something that's going to grow with his financial background, it's going to now turn the opposite direction. Isn't that cool? That's awesome. Yeah. That is so cool. Well, I I will say this, you know, we talked about, I mean, you had a lot of stuff from people looking from the outside in. You had it all. You guys had it all, right? But you think about that. And I always say that it doesn't matter how much money you make. It's how much money you have Mm -hmm. at the end of the month. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't matter how much you make. If you're a dollar over at the end, you're in debt. Mm -hmm. And we always talk about that, Amber. So you talked about when we were in um, the office talking about where you had a rock bottom moment. So why don't you just just talk about that and let, you know. You would ask that. (laughs) (laughs) It's a good story. It is a good story. Well, we were fortunate to have our children here. Mm -hmm. But in this particular case, Tiffany, it wasn't (laughs) fortunate that they were here because they called a family meeting. And I know some of you out there may be laughing, oh, no, not the family meeting. And when there's a family meeting, it's it's usually about something very serious. Mm-hmm. Nancy and I already knew what it was about, okay? <clears throat> and when they sat us down, Nancy on a couch on on at one of our uh, children's couches, me here, she here, they over there. The sides <laughs> were drawn, and nobody was sitting next to us. <laughs> Sounds like an intervention. <laughs> yes, it was pretty much a dramatic moment of we're done helping you. We're done. Mm-hmm giving you money. We're done dealing with what your issue is. And they had talked about it a number of times. And we were, again, playing like, really? Um, You're not helping dear old dad and mom anymore? No, we're not until you do something positive and you commit to something positive. And um, that's when... Function came here, and and then the Amber meeting came. That was the low point of my, of this whole process. Is when your own children tell you <clears throat> lovingly they that was tough love that I had given them as children that they tough loved me back in a way yeah. that I had never received from them, but in such a positive way. <clears throat> and then shortly after is when the program came into place. That is love. I think as parents and as children, it's hard to watch someone else go through financial difficulty, but it's even harder to call it out, right? And so I think that, you know, a lot of times it can be perceived as, oh, you don't, you have no idea my financial situation. Stay out of my business. (laughs) Right. But it really came from a a space of love and care for you guys Mm -hmm. as parents. Mm -hmm. Um, And I even loved the part that he shared with us about them creating that shared spreadsheet for accountability. <laughs> yes. What a brilliant idea. Brilliant. Yeah, my son-in-law <clears throat> set up that great spreadsheet, which <clears throat> very easy for me to do. Right. I don't 
account for every single dollar every time we spend it. But I have a spreadsheet now where it's real time. And I just, every couple of days, I'll accumulate what we have. I have a drawer in my office. Amber knows I probably have a drawer and it's probably clipped and it's in a folder. <laughs> yes, all of that. And I just pull out and anything that I haven't posted yet onto the spreadsheet is open. And then anything I have has a check mark through it with PS, you know, posted with a scribble on it. I do my own shorthand. So, yeah, I know every single, by the end of every week at least, but certainly every few days, my two son-in-laws can go in and click on the share button. And one of them made the comment the other day about, you know, a large expenditure. And, but I had it, you don't just put in $500 with nothing there. You put in what the expenditure was. And he went, oh, wow. And I said, you saw that? He goes, of course I saw it. He says, I look at it every once in a while. <laughs> so, so good, though. Yeah, it's accountability. Uh, it's accountability. Yeah, it is, and, like uh, any other area yeah. of life. And yes, I, I've never heard it done that way, but I think that is such a great mm-hmm. tool. Simple. Yes. And or, even for an older guy or older people out there that are going, well, I don't know how to use a computer. I don't. Let somebody younger in your family set it up. That's what he did. And then the hardest part I had was going from month to month and recreating the worksheet. But then he said... You go down and you do something, and he's got it all written out for me so I don't wipe out all the other months of the worksheets. And then he says, you know, you go down to the drop down, and then I have the instruction literally on my computer. So I've been doing it every month now. So I'm now a spreadsheet expert. Good for you. And gave my spreadsheet with all my numbers on it to my son. So that was full accountability and exposure fearlessly. And because I knew that that no factor had not come into play enough in his early years, early months of his marriage. Yeah. So he got my spreadsheet. So he knew everything about me. And um, we just did something for him because I knew with the baby and mm-hmm. things that came, that he needed some help. Dad sends things. Mom sends things. And I sent, I paid something. Okay. And it was in the budget. It was on that spreadsheet. And I showed him the spreadsheet and I said, I didn't say your name on there, but you know what that amount is? He goes, oh my gosh. I said, it's paid and you don't have to worry about it until after, you know, your your move. It's upcoming for his new job. And he just started to cry. Wow. So um, that's a great joy. That's amazing. Is after Mm -hmm. that came to me. And oh, by the way, there was a lot of help along the way for my cataract surgery and all that our church did, and every month I've been putting money into that benevolent fund, and I'm almost back to the amount that they um, granted me for my surgery. Awesome. So good. By the grace of God. Yeah. And that's all budgeted every month. Um, so, well, I will say, I, I think that's incredible. And I love hearing the stories about your family. And most importantly, I love that you're not only just walking the walk or talking the talk, but you're actually showing your family now how to do that as well. And I, I just commend you on that. You. We've got a lot of listeners that are going to be out here and they're going to be listening to this. What is one thing that you could share with them that you wish you had known previous to your steps to get out of this financial situation? You know what the word's going to be, don't you? (laughs) I know, but they don't know. The word no. And I didn't use it. And I, um, as a financial planner, I use it a lot Mm -hmm. with people that were not in my family, were not close to me, did not share things that I shared. 
<clears throat> and I didn't use it in my own household. And as a man that should have been the steward and should have been leading, and um, and by the way, as, as an outshoot for you guys, my wife sees me totally different than she did three years ago. Wow. She really does. She sees me totally different. That takes control and— Takes responsibility. Responsibility. Mm, right. And now, as you said, Tiffany, is now passing it on. <laughs> she really loves that. And the fact that we're at a point now where um, it's a joy to talk about. I didn't sign up for this lousy experience that I had. Mm-hmm. But God gave it to me, and now I believe, as you, as you certainly both of you do, especially you, Amber, you, you really believe the story needs to be shared because there's so many dimensions to it. Yep. And it can be done, and it's real. And the other word is truth. Mm. And beside no, always be truthful, and I couldn't do it. I could not do it and confront uh, the situation that needed to been confronted three years ago. And now— when it was a painting that she wanted to do. And I said, no. And she looked at me and didn't flinch. Mm. And I said, we can't do that maybe next month. Right. Um, and do you know, because she said it's on sale right now. And I'd heard that before. <laughs> I said, Those famous words. I, I don't care. And those words actually came out of my mouth. And we didn't. And, and it went back up to regular price. And she was so down about it. and. About the middle of the next month, it went on sale again for less than what it was before. Awesome. So I said, okay, God, you help me. Mm-hmm. You help me. You help me say no. And you help her get the picture she really wanted. And it's a beautiful picture in our living room. Cool. And it wasn't that expensive. But it was one of those times in my life that I, I believe God really said, you can do this. Mm-hmm. And that's how easy it was. Um. So, yeah, I'm, I pray every day, again, that God can keep me healthy. I can continue to work, earn a wage, that I can continue to make my payments. And that on April 27th, and I'll come to your office. Yep. And celebrate. And maybe I'll buy the bottle. <laughs> sparkling, so. Yeah, well, I'm so happy that you, you were able to share your story today mm-hmm. with everybody. I know that that's the hardest part for people to open up and feel like, hey, that's me. That's where I am. So my hope is that people listening to Nick's story, mm-hmm. that they're going to feel comfortable enough to reach out even to us, which they can on our website, and ask for something that I refer to as the 15-minute clarity call, which is kind of what we had that day with you. Yeah. Um, and I think so j- just by doing that and having the space to confidentially share where you are, Tiffany and myself will be able to sit with thousands of people. And I believe, Nick, that you're going to continue to help a ton of people just with your own story. So thanks so much for being here today. Thank you, I look Tiffany. forward Thank to you, that Amber. finish line date. Celebrating. April 27th. Mm-hmm. And we're, we're going to mark it by God's grace and uh, Lord willing. Yep. And I believe that's the major factor in all of this. So if it's according to his will that on April 27th of 24, that we're completely free of debt, then... Number one, before that little gathering at your office, I want to do something for the kingdom. Yeah, great. When that first open payment comes up. Awesome. And then and to help somebody else like we used to do. And then um, then we can uh, open that bottle. Awesome. And if it's in your office, it will be especially <laughs> meaningful. Yes. Because that's mm-hmm. where it started when I didn't look like I look today. Yeah. 
And I also want to have you back on the show then, too. Well, I want people to hear where you are. We're we're not going to leave people hanging. So (laughs) Nick will be back with us at the end of his program. Another episode, huh? Yes, to share where they are now. So thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you.